Now, my guess is that this morning, there's some of you sat here that you've got no interest whatsoever in what I said because you're watching what's going on behind me and you're worried about the candles, because we all are. You're wondering whether Arthur's going to play more trumpet. He went in the last song, it's okay, you'll be back for some more. There's some of you thinking, now Rick said this was going to be a shorter service. I didn't put the turkey in, because I'm going to do it when I get back, because there'll be enough time. And there's some of you going, we put the turkey in, and it's on the timer, but if it goes on too long, we'll burn. So there's a whole series of tensions going on, and I haven't got your attention for very long. So I'm not going to talk for very long. You'll be pleased to know. If anyone you know, wants to you know, grab a child and have them elsewhere, that's fine as well. They don't have to say it in front. But the message today is very simple. It's, it's a story that we've probably heard time and time and time again. And in fact, it's the story that when you speak to, to ministers or vicars or preachers or priests, there's a conversation that happens that says, what are you going to do for the Christmas service? What are you going to do for the carol service? And you go, well, I'm going to tell the story like it is. Because that's the beauty of it. Things haven't changed. And even if I feel that I might have said the same words last year, and possibly I'll be saying them again for the rest of my life, because I'm in ministry and that's what happens, that's a good thing. It's an exciting thing. We need to be reminded that God is not some faraway being that has nothing to do with us. The reason that we are here the reason that we get to celebrate Christmas, the reason that perhaps we put up trees and flashing lights and have presents and all the other things that we perhaps spend more time on and more money on, they're all great, but the reason that we do it, I hope, the reason I do it, is because Jesus didn't stay in heaven. He didn't stay and just look down upon us and go, Oh, oh, those people down there. Yeah, they're, they're not getting on very well. Yeah. God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son. He didn't stay at some distance. And he tried various things. If you know your Old Testament, you'll know he attempted various things. Uh, and, and the Israelites, they're kind of a model for us. And uh, we get to see what happened with them. And they got it right sometimes and they got it wrong other times just like we do. It's really easy to look at the Old Testament and go, well, they kept messing it up. They were terrible, weren't they? And then you look at your own life and you go, oh, wait, that, that's pretty much like me. But despite all of the getting it wrong, God said his son, and Jesus wasn't born into a palace. He wasn't born at the top of the shard or whatever. He was born in a stable. I don't know if you ever wonder, where would Jesus be born if he was born in Usenet? Has anyone ever wondered if it was... If, if Jesus was born today and not 2,000 years ago, where would he have been born? And if it was around here, where would it have been? Someone say, Dad or George? Yeah, possibly. Maybe. It would have, they wouldn't have had room. So he would have gone around the back. He'd 
been in the car park or something, by the park. In the beer garden, maybe. Thanks, Ben. He wouldn't have come to some place that we can never go. It wouldn't have been, oh, Jesus was born in Buckingham Palace. And we never get to see him. Jesus was born in a stable. And it was lucky. I'm not going to go into the detail I went into on Sunday evening. But it was an ordinary stable. His mother Mary was an ordinary teenager. I imagine there were days where she'd go in a bit of a mood. I imagine that Jesus wasn't all meek and mild and didn't cry and was all perfect and peaceful. I imagine that Jesus at times was a bit like Edith was last night. Because she's seething, she decided she didn't want to see. So she stayed up all night, crying. And it was wonderful. And Mary didn't have cowpole. So I just, you think, and it's me. She must have had the patience of a saint, I guess. Um, and Jesus came into that world. And Jesus didn't then leave and go, right, I've done my time. I'll show you what to do. Now you crack on with it. The reason that we celebrate today is because Jesus did show us an example. He showed us how to live. He showed us how to put God first. And then, in doing that, he went to the cross. And we celebrate on Easter Sunday that he rose again. And then a bit further on, we celebrate Pentecost because he didn't just go, but he left his Holy Spirit. And his Holy Spirit is here amongst us still. He lives in me. He lives in you. He is all around us. So God... Jesus, which means Emmanuel, God with us. God is still with us. And I hope I never get tired of telling that story. And I love that picture of the, the shepherds out on the hillside. And the shepherds were like the lowest of the low. They'd, I don't know what they were. They'd been like the people that clean your car if you get your car cleaned somewhere. And they kind of have that rubbish job where you just go, yeah, clean my car for me, I'll be back in a minute. I'm just going to shop in Tesco. They've been those people. And the angels came and they said, hey, this amazing thing has happened. They, they didn't go and find the king of the area, which is a good thing. They didn't go and find the rich and the wealthy. The angels went and they found some shepherds. Or the people that watched the car, or people that perhaps work in today, because that's what they've got to do. People who are struggling to get by, work really hard and life never seems to get any easier. And the angels went to them and they said, this amazing thing's happening. And what I particularly love about the translation that I read out was it said that after they sung and the angels disappeared, it said the shepherds were buzzing with conversation. And it really kind of captures that sense that, that they were like, oh my goodness, we're going to go and rush on the hill together. And they have rushed off and they have just forgotten about the sheep. I mean, hopefully they like left them safely. But you just kind of imagine rushing off and perhaps sheep going everywhere. Or maybe they followed them. I don't know. But they arrived and they got to worship Jesus. The baby. The Messiah. God with us. And we get to do the same today. The reason that we give gifts is because God has given the ultimate gift to us in Jesus. 
And so we then give gifts to one another. And we get to say, Happy Christmas. Happy birthday, Jesus. The saddest thing would be if we just kept it amongst ourselves. And we said, well, it's nice, because we're all in church. And so we all kind of know Jesus. We just keep it to ourselves. Thank you. 